When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Beyond the Fairways presented by Darty Business Solutions. And away we go as we take a look at the Ryder Cup. The American team has been picked, selected by the captain, Zach Johnson. We've got Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, Sam Burns to join Scotty Scheffler, Wyndham Clark, Brian Harmon, Patrick Cantlay, Max Homa, Xander Shoffley, and the Americans haven't won the Ryder Cup on European soil since 1993. With Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin, and away we go. The picks are in. What would you think? Wow. Wow. You know what, Danny? It's going to go one way or the other, obviously. If the U.S. performs... This is going to be one hell of a match, man. It is. When I start thinking about the Euros top five, Ooh. I mean, Danny, we'd go to war and battle with those those men anywhere, anytime. You've got Rory. You've got Rammer. You've got Victor Hovland playing better golf now than anybody in the world, although the Ryder Cup's in, you know, two months from now. Um, you've also got um, Terrell Hatton. And you got Matthew Fitzpatrick. That's a strong top five. Strong top five. You bring up an interesting point, and we'll get into the Americans here in just a moment, but keeping yourself sharp in the next couple of months, that's something you have to keep in mind. No doubt. I mean, Danny, we have seen, listen, at the beginning of the year, we started this podcast in March. John Rahm was so far and away the playing the best golf that that every single week in our picks we're like well you know Rom's gonna be you know we got exactly. how, how do you not pick him I mean he's he's whipping everybody's ass and he's winning by three and four strokes he hasn't been relevant for two months it's and crazy you, you also look at um one of the the captain selection for for Zach Johnson in the the red white and blue Sam Burns he's won several events this year but he hasn't been relevant in in several months so it's going to be really, really interesting. There's a couple of people that I look to on this this team to see how they're going to perform. Wyndham Clark is one. Phenomenal talent, without question. And him coming into his own, winning at L.A. Country Club, just just great stuff. I, I, I loved watching what he was doing. But still, in my mind, kind of an unproven commodity, so to speak. Now, Brian Harmon, I happen to love Brian Harmon. You, on the other hand, picked Brian Harmon out of nowhere to win the British Open, and obviously he whipped everybody's butt over there and played excessively well. What I love about Brian Harmon is he's a bulldog, and he's a good, good putter, and he's tough to knock off his mark. You know, he's he's not this bomb and gouge, Danny. And that's important because um, 
when we had Luke Donald on last week, he talked about his ability to set up the golf course. And you know he's going to set that golf course up that's going to be very pro-Euro and very anti-American. And, and it remains to be seen, the U.S.'s ability to adjust and adapt to this kind of stuff. What do you think of Justin Thomas being added? A lot of talk oh, that he wouldn't be. He's I had know. such a great history in the Ryder Cup, and he, he gets added. And I, I guess if you're looking for a controversial pick or one that's on the fringe, he comes to mind. Then Kepka with Liv, but to me that's a no-brainer. But let's go into to Justin Thomas. I think, I think he brings so much to the room. He's an emotional leader. Okay, he's a vocal leader. The U.S. doesn't have a lot. Look, look at that team, Danny. The, 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 who's vocal on that team? Who's got, wears their heart more on their sleeve and is going to stand up? Scotty Scheffler's a great guy. He's a quiet guy. He's a super strong Christian, and, and he and God go out and play together. You know what I mean? And then you, you've got the other folks on the team. I mean, Xander Shoffley and Patrick Cantlay are two quiet assassins. And they make a great team. And and they're going to be Ryder Cup stalwarts for a long time coming. They whip people's butts over at Whistling Straits. Jordan Spieth's partner for most of this stuff has been Justin Thomas. And I think the fact that both of these guys needing a pick was interesting. It's almost like peanut butter and jelly. You're not going to pick one without the other. And Spieth was really close. It's all going to go down to how they perform. But yeah. if, if we go over there... And I think, Danny, what, what I look for is which team holds more putts. And when I start thinking about the fact that every European player on that team will have played this Simone, the whatever golf course, multiple times compared to our, you know, they're going to play it 15 to 20 times to, compared to our four or five times. It's a big deal, Danny. It it's is. It's a big, big deal. So we talked a lot, you know, if you would have said back in March that you'd have a live player playing on the Ryder Cup team, I think a lot of people said absolutely not. But things have thawed a little bit, and Brooks Kepka makes the team. You and I have talked about this while we were playing yesterday. While we, how do you not put put them on the you team? Have to put I them mean, on. I, I don't agree with Bryson DeChambeau being on the team. I, I, I love DJ. what he – DJ hasn't, one. Played, DJ hasn't played well nope, in not at three all. or four months. He, last Ryder Cup he played in, he went 5-0. and oh. I mean, that speaks a lot. But that's also been over two years ago, D. So, I, I don't. I think Kepka was a no-brainer. If it hadn't been for the wild-ass finish that we had at the BMW, Kepka would have been an automatic um, selection. So, I don't have any problem with, with Kepka. I think he's going to jump on this team, and it's going to be, all be about the red, white, and blue. And Liv is going to be an afterthought. Yeah, it's interesting, though, isn't it, that uh, from the European side, those guys are out. There's no chance. But here with the United States, a little different story. Well, it's interesting because we both loved Luke Donald. We loved our conversation, but he didn't want to have anything to do with Liv which, uh, in, in conversations with us. But, Danny, it didn't matter. He couldn't pick them because of the rules. So Casey, out. Garcia, out. Uh, Poulter, out. Westwood, out. I mean, when's the last time you had a Ryder Cup without one of those four? It's been it's been probably 25 years. Yeah, it's 25 years. Yep. Um, in terms of just your initial reaction, anything surprise you or catch your attention with this? Sam Burns. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would have been more inclined to maybe go with Lucas Glover than Sam Burns, but when it comes down to what wins at Ryder Cups, it seems to me like it's putting in short game. And Sam Burns is a good putter, and it's got a good short game. And his best buddy is Scotty Scheffler. Yeah. They're really, really tight. So, look, Sam Burns all but earned this thing, right? My, the, the only issue is his current form has been lousy. 
He has just not played well lately. But again, Danny, we are talking about the you know right around September first when this show drops. We've still got all you know all month. So we've got we've still got four weeks to try to get your game in shape. I did see today. I did some 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 reading. JT has committed to the Fortinet Championship, so he will be playing, and so we're gonna get we're gonna get a chance to see. You know, JT goes out and wins Fortinet or, or has a, a top finish, and and finds his game and form. Zach's gonna look like a genius if Zach if uh, JT performs well. What are you seeing with JT right now? Why is he struggling? I mean, maybe it's family, maybe it's just kind of moving into a different stage of life, which is yeah. in, in any walk of life that's gonna happen. But what are you seeing with him and his game and where he's struggling? Yeah, well, he's he's always been a super super streaky putter. He goes on and off with the putter a lot. When he's on, he usually contends um, and, and a good ball striker. But you know, Danny, it's hard. Okay, here's a guy that with what 14 wins, two majors. He's uh, almost a shoe in now for the Hall of Fame with a second major win, and he's getting married. And there's all of these different signs of life. You hit the nail on the head, man. And all of a sudden, you look at your bank account, it's pretty fat. Yeah. You look at your championship wall, you got a lot of trophies on there. And you know, where do you find the motivation? Do you start thinking, well, maybe you know, I should slow down a bit and have a start a family? I mean, those things happen. Look at Ricky Fowler. Now here's a guy that's on the team, and that's that's also a look. If Ricky and JT don't play well, he's going to get questioned a lot on the, on those two. But the same should be said for Morikawa and Jordan Spieth. You know, Jordan Spieth's a, a wild card for sure because he usually puts really well, but we've also seen him putt poorly, and so he brings a, a so. Listen, this is all going to go down to how we perform. If the boys go out and do what they're supposed to do and play the way they're capable, they'll probably win. Wait. It's going to be a dogfight. You know, if you're Zach Johnson, you're already thinking combinations. You're already thinking, oh, oh here's day one. Here's what I'm thinking on this. Here's the, this one is, uh, I'm really, I'd love to ask him, what what are the combinations you like right now? Now, you mentioned one of them already, yeah. Spieth and JT, but I, there's got to be others that are in his mind right now, the back of his mind. Yeah, Candley and Shoffley for sure, Danny. These two guys, they, 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 they're California kids. They do. They've known each other a long time. They have the same kind of demeanor. They're quiet. They let their game do the talking. Uh, they, they, paired extremely well at Whistling Straits last Ryder Cup and uh, and President's Cup so that they're the, the those two guys in particular are the younger set that I think are going to be around a, a long long time and going to be mainstays here so man I I wish it was tomorrow I, I you and I I mean we'd sit down and, and grab some grub and not get out of the couch for five or six hours on this thing. So what do you do for the next two months of your Zach Johnson? What do you think the, the preparation is like going from yesterday, making the announcements to what you're doing all the way up until the Ryder Cup? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's got to be a lot of feeling like the air got let out of the room, right? I mean, all of this buildup and I'm sure sleepless nights. I mean, what about his vice captain Fred Couples saying on his radio show that Cam Young was on the team? Right. How you doing if you're Cam Young? Not well. No. Not well. And there was others too that were on the the cusp. That's the one. His statement was very, very uh, professional. But you know, you could tell disappointment with him too. He's got to be pissed. Yeah, he's got to be pissed. And I mean, you know, what's Fred doing? Right. I mean, I I don't know. I just don't understand that. He, if anybody would be in the know, you'd certainly think it'd be Fred. Yeah. I, I that's what makes podcasts like ours dangerous. Yeah, yeah I, we could say. 
<laughs> and we do. We say just about anything. We, we absolutely do. I uh, I am looking forward to it. I, I'm curious to see how, or if he goes to a guy like JT and says, hey, you need to be playing a bunch before yep. this thing, man. You got you to gotta get out there. And you, like you said, this weekend he's going to play in, which a ton of the guys are done playing because the, the season is, you know, technically over. Yeah. But you know what? You're going to have to play, man. You're going to have to keep stay sharp every weekend going into this thing. Well, I mean, look, there's, what, two weeks off right now in the, in the tour schedule? There's nothing this week. There's nothing next week. And then we, we go to Napa at the Fortnite Challenge Championship. And um, what do you do? I mean, there, there, there aren't a lot of things going on. I mean, maybe we focus a little bit more now, D, on the on Luke and the uh, Euros. Yeah. Because he's got about 10 days before he's got to choose. And, you know, he's going to – Luke talked about taking the team over to the the prospects of the team over to Simone and, and Rome and playing the golf course, checking it out. I mean, you wonder about how much data they use, you know, and analytics, you know, because we, we are both baseball junkies and we love and hate analytics all at the same time. Sure. And you wonder, and, and Luke talked about, you know, he's got to have stats and he's going to know this whole, that, not even golf course, D. He's going to know this hole with this, you know, our, our team had a had had a tendency to jack this up and, and and not play it well. Maybe a dumb question, but do you change any of the the picks that maybe are on the cusp of his mind after now seeing what the Americans have done? Do you say mm, I'm I may want to go with this guy instead of the guy I'm thinking of because of the matchups potentially? That's a great question. I think because I don't th- I think you've got to think of everything. I mean, we know that the, probably the most exciting part of the Ryder Cup is the the singles matches on Sunday. And so if you're not thinking that, I mean, so now Luke knows our side. Here's our 12. Well, you know he's going to say, I want him playing him. I, and, and for the most part, Zach will be on board with that. Yeah. I mean, for the, Danny, it's also entertainment. And it's also great theater. And both teams want to win. And they want to go to war. It's, it's interesting. I was reading some quotes from Zach Johnson. He talked, I think Zach's played in five Ryder Cups. And he's played in three, the last three over there. And they never won. Right. It's been 30 years. It's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, what was your reaction to these picks? What, I guess what was the biggest surprise? And who was the biggest – I hate the word snub, but I'm going to use it. Who was the biggest snub or the guy left off that you should have – that you thought, okay, I don't know, man. I think this guy should have been on. Well, Lucas Glover coming in hot. You know, now not a great weekend. Last weekend he was okay, but not what you would want out of him the way that he had been playing the previous two. Um and then just the JT edition, you know, I, I thought that was a tough one. You could have gone a lot of different directions. Keegan Bradley being snubbed, you know what I mean? The, oh, yeah. These were these were tough decisions. I understand it, and he's got a lot of people in his ear. But those are the ones that stood out for me. So, Danny, when you and, and I love that because that's right where I am too. You start thinking about Lucas Glover, and I mean, the two best players in the world for the last month are Victor and Lucas. Yeah, that's it. Exactly right. You know, and and. Yeah, boy, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Lucas, Lucas is a guy that I, I would have. Re- I'm sure. It, what I would love to know from Zach is when you wrote them all down and you said this guy's in this. Who were the last two? Who were the last two choices? I'm between JT and Lucas, or I'm between Ricky and Lucas. You know, I mean, or Ricky and Keegan. I mean, lots. Whew. Were you surprised at Ricky at all? I was. Yeah, I was. We talked about him. You and I talked about him at lunch yesterday, and then it was kind of like, man, I just don't know. I mean, well, hats off to him. And he he might, 
be the perfect example of what JT is going through now because Ricky got married, Ricky had a little baby, and Ricky's game fell completely off the planet. But now he's gotten it back. He's won the, he won at the uh, Quicken Mortgage, uh, the Rocket Mortgage uh, um, Classic up in Detroit and um, was right there to be yeah. selected. So I kind of feel like the Jordan, Ricky, Justin – there, there's there's kind of that clicky sort of friendship in there and, and that maybe they you know Zach and and Davis and Furick and Strick and those guys were all thinking it's kind of a package deal we get these three on here and and they're already like a built-in team well some people don't like that some people are saying you know it should be based on what your performance is and there you go there's the 12 that go but the, you have the captain's pick that's the human element that's what makes this kind of fun and Danny they used to only have four captains that's picks. right and then you know at a time I believe there's only two captain's picks where there was you know you get 10 the top 10 guys you know earn their way in so a lot has changed and and um the the u.s has definitely taken a look at this you know danny this is so interesting back in the day the u.s just whipped great britain and ireland every single year and nobody even cared until we started losing and then and until we started including europe and now i started thinking where in the hell are you and I going to go to watch this thing for five <laughs> right. days? I can't wait. It's just going to be great. It's going to be fun. As we wrap it up, how about Victor Hovland and the way that he played over the weekend? Wow. It's so interesting because this kid's always been a great ball hitter. And he's been our picks on and off all year long. And we've had we got to tap ourselves on the shoulder here a little bit. We've we've absolutely knocked it out of the parks with our picks. Folks, we got a few more coming. we That's got a right. few more coming, absolutely. So you want to make a couple dollars to listen to, to our picks. We are on fire, but... It's really interesting to, to read about Victor Hovland because he knew how bad his short game was compared to the level that he could hit the ball on. And, and it's interesting to watch his progression because he used to drag that, that wedge through the ball a lot, Danny, and didn't get a lot of height and softness, and the thing came out low and hard a lot. And, and then I see him – I watched this specifically at the Tour Championship where he – he had a, a beautiful drive and a short iron into a left pin and hit this, in his standards, awful iron shot. Missed the green, hit it in the hay, and then hits this little shot out of there. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. That's what's, that's what's rounded this young man's game out. And, and look, he's, he's never been a great putter, but he's a really, really good putter. And you mark it. I mean, you, you marry all those other components of his game together. He's got a lot to offer. Got 18 million more bucks, too. Not a bad payday, huh? It's not unbelievable. Can you imagine that when you were playing? No. no um, 18 million, I don't man. know what couch I'd be under. I'd be <laughs> under a chair somewhere. I'd be like, just leave me. Let me sit here for another week. It, yeah. Yeah, that'd be one hell of a celebration. All right. Right off the – let me just ask you this. Yep. Americans have a shot, you think? They you, do. They, def- like they okay. definitely have a shot. I, I'm, I'm hesitant, though. I'm hesitant. They always pick the Americans as the favorite, which is kind of a joke. Not this right? year, man. Not with the, the like you said before. They got the, what three of the top five, and if you can make it five out of the top five players in the in the world. Oh yeah, and and you know we've well hell you've you picked um, Matthew Fitzpatrick a yep. couple times. I did as well. Terrell Hatton was one of our favorites. He's a he's a great ball hitter, and they're just world world class players. You know, and it's going to be really interesting to see how he rounds out his team because. There are going to be some no names, especially for for U.S. golf fans on that European team, Danny. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Jay, for doing it. This is Beyond the Fairways. As always, we're presented by Doherty Business Solutions. Love being with you. Can't wait to see what happens.